0: Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 288, Foghorn Alert, volume two, Meal Frequency, by Roger Lawson of RogLawFitness.com, And I'm your host and narrator, Dr. Neil. Hey, happy Wednesday. Welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I read some of the best health and fitness blogs to you, usually with a little bit of commentary at the end. Yes, I'm still fighting off whatever I have, some sort of cold and whatnot, so if my voice doesn't sound as clear as it should, that's why. Hopefully, I'll get over this in the next couple days, and by Friday, when I answer your questions, I will be in great shape. If you want to send me a question, just come by oldpodcast.com. Don't forget, if you send me a question, you'll be entered into small, special raffles to win books from us. So again, I answer your questions here on the show every Friday. Send one in, it makes me happy, I love answering your questions. But for now, since it's not Friday yet, let's get to Roger's post and start optimizing your life. Foghorn Alert Volume 2 Meal Frequency by Roger Lawson of RogelawFitness.com. Doesn't it burn your biscuits when someone says that you absolutely have to do something without taking into consideration anything about the most important factor in the process, i.e., you? I know that it really gets under my skin, especially when not much outside of these few things matter in terms of looking good, buck naked. One, eat at a calorie level that is in line with my goals. Two, get enough protein to prevent significant muscle loss. Three, train in a way that helps maintain and or build muscle mass. Even in some instances, when folks are paying someone a good amount of money to help them get into the best shape of their lives, all they're getting in return is a bunch of nonsensical statements that are regarded as truth, simply because they've been repeated often enough. Not only does this do the person a disservice, but it gives the preacher of said gospel the impression that they know it all, and thus no further investigation is needed. This has to stop. One of these often recycled quote-unquote truths is that of increased meal frequency. More specifically, folks are often told that they need to eat small meals every few hours usually to the tune of five to six meals or more per day in order to maximize fat loss. This rubs me the wrong way, mainly because I have personal experience with this myth that was downright debilitating. As I pointed out in a previous post, back in college, I used to be the man at eating frequently throughout the day. If you earned a living by following me around and reporting back every time I missed one of those sacred meals, then you would be homeless because that just wasn't how I rolled back then. I always sat in the back of the room in the classroom so that I could maximize the space I needed for my friends, Mr. Tub of Chicken and Mrs. Container of Broccoli. I was getting leaner, but it came at a cost. If I wasn't eating, I was thinking about when I had to eat next. If I wasn't worrying about that, I was busy prepping food for the next day or figuring out where I could store my food on campus. To put it mildly, I was living to eat and not eating to live. I was putting a cramp on my social life, and I eventually hit a point where, if this is what I had to do to look good, then it simply wasn't worth the trouble anymore. Then I went AWOL, off the reservation, off the grid, rogue. It was as if it d- became the world's rarest commodities because I just couldn't give one anymore. Overnight, I stopped obsessing over how many meals I ate and when I ate them. The stress became too much and I had mentally prepared myself to let the pounds start packing themselves back on at the speed of light. But then something amazing happened. I not only stayed lean, but I got leaner. Was it divine intervention? Did it accidentally drink some of that teenage mutant ninja turtle ooze? Or was it the fact that meal frequency wasn't the determining factor at all? I'm sure it was a little bit of ooze, but mainly a whole lot of the latter. I don't want to focus on the science of things today, because while I read and understand it, I want to speak to practicality and application more than anything else, because that's the world we live in. One, it fails to take the individual into account. Meal frequency is a completely individual issue, but when generic blanket statements like eating every two to three hours, five or six meals per day or more are given, they take the power out of the individual's hands. And if you've been reading my site at all, you know that homie don't play that. What may work for a 230-pound bodybuilder trying to put on a significant amount of muscle wouldn't be appropriate for a 130-pound woman looking to lose body fat. I also find it backwards that the standard advice given to overweight people who have physiological and psychological issues with controlling their food intake is that the answer to the problem is not to eat less, but to eat more. Two, it makes failure inevitable. By nature of the fact that it removes the individual from the equation, if success is achieved at all, then it is usually only by dogged determination and an unwillingness to give up. None of these are bad qualities but with the stress and issues that people have to deal with on a daily basis, their dietary success shouldn't and doesn't have to require so much mental and physical suffering. It comes as no surprise to me when I hear of people falling short of the quote-unquote ideal meal frequency and because of it, feeling let down and defeated, which often leads to non-constructive dietary discretion, think eating a bunch of food they wouldn't have otherwise eaten, that mindset doesn't really make sense, but it is a reality for some. It's similar to this scenario. If I can't work out six days a week like my personal trainer told me to, I might as well not work out at all. With the odds stacked against us, failure and disappointment usually aren't too far behind, and that's just not how it should be. Here's the takeaway point. Experiment. Find what works for you. If you like eating six meals a day and it works for you, don't you dare change a thing. If you like eating one meal a day because it lets you cut loose like a dietary beast and it works for you, Don't you dare change a thing. But if you're constantly falling short in your quest to get from where you are to where you wanna be because you can't follow some predetermined route, then abandon the map. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain from it. The diet that you can stick to in the long term is the most effective one. Think of it as the bed frame and the mattress of your life. Anything beyond that are simply details. The precious looking pillow covers and 9,000 thread count comforters, nice to have but not necessary for a good night's sleep. What are your experiences with meal frequency? How has it shaped your beliefs about eating? You just listened to the post titled Foghorn Alert, Volume 2, Meal Frequency by Roger Lawson of RogerLawFitness.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster I actually did my own take on this in article form and narrated that article way back in episode 5 of this show when I was just a youngin. So definitely check that out. But here's what I said in a nutshell. Yes, meal frequency is common. It's still used quite often when people are trying to lose weight, build muscle, you name it. But as Roger said, it doesn't work for everyone. Some people when following it feel like it's not enough food at each meal. So Even though they're eating more, they're actually never feeling satisfied because each meal is much smaller than what they're used to. So they just feel hungry all the time. And as Roger mentioned, it started to stress them out. They constantly had to plan their next meal or their next snack, and it became an obsession. For others, it really suits their lifestyle. That's how they normally eat. And so it made them feel good to be validated that they were kind of just grazers and they felt more comfortable doing that. Awesome, as long as it's balanced, I'm okay with that. Now, Roger also mentioned that if you like eating just one meal a day, which was me when I was a teenager, that that would be okay too. I would just be cautious that it would be probably difficult to get all of your needs, all of your nutrient needs in one meal each day. Chances are he was just trying to make a point, but I wanted to be really clear about that. So please do not feel like you have to have five or six or more small meals a day to lose weight or to build muscle, to lose fat. It's just not true. The key is find what works for you and what are you able to stick to? What sort of meal plan are you able to stick to that's nutritionally balanced over the long term? That's really the secret to all of this. All right, like I mentioned at the top of the show, I answer your questions right here on the podcast every Friday in special Q&A episodes. You can ask me anything related to diet and nutrition, stress management, exercise, meal frequency, and lots more. Just call and leave a message with your question. The phone number is sixty 61- one. I love OHD. You can also send in an audio question through our site, oldpodcast.com. That's more friendly if you want to do multiple takes and hear yourself before sending it in. And by the way, if you send in a question, you're entered into special raffles to win books from us every month. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you for listening as always, and I'll see you on tomorrow's show where your optimal life awaits.